All right, everyone. Welcome to the Inside the Movement podcast. This is Madison Flowers. I am here today with Samantha Higgins. Sam, do you go Sam, right? I'm going to call you Sam. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can call me That's what you are on Slack, right? I go by everything. Sam, Sammy, everything. Perfect. That's kind of how I am. I'm like, if it starts with an M and ends with an E, I'm like, it works. Exactly. (laughs) It's fine. Um, Sam is the executive assistant. Mm-hmm. to Matt Warren, um, and she's been with us. When did you start? It's been a little over two months, so late okay. May. Okay. May 26th. So May, June, so a little over two months now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sam has a really cool background because she was a boss, <laughs> basically <laughs> a boss babe. Um, I, I feel so lame saying that. Um, anyways, just erase that from this podcast, somebody, please. <laughs> Um, she was really, really awesome at her job. She used to work at Bobby Hotel. Um, and I would love for you to share a little bit about that with us, if you don't Definitely. mind. Definitely. I don't mind at all. So I worked in the hospitality hotel industry for just shy of a decade. And honestly, what led to this drastic change of, of roles <laughs> here is for about a year since the beginning of the pandemic, I had been looking at Crosspoint's website and I felt this pull towards ministry in some form or fashion, but I had no idea what that would look like and how that would translate and what would end up being a reality. And so I just kind of kept looking at the career page and to see what roles were opening up. And when I saw this one, I thought, you know, I think I can do that. I think I can help them out. So prayed on it, talked to a lot of family members and made sure that I wasn't just going haywire because a lot of people made some drastic choices during the pandemic. And oh yeah, it's still happening. Yeah. It's like a thing I right think now. so many people are changing careers. Yep. So on one hand, that's comforting because I have a lot of resources that I can listen to and people that are doing similar things with their lives, you know, changing a lot. But on the other hand, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, are we all crazy? Yeah. <laughs> what have we done? <laughs> but it's all good. Yeah. Well, we're thankful for your your crazy little idea. <laughs> Thank you. Um, if you haven't had a chance to meet Sam yet, she is one of the sweetest, most genuine people I think I've ever met. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I'd encourage you to have a conversation with her just about her her life and her story, mm-hmm. um, which kind of brings me to: Would you mind just telling us a little bit about about you and your personal life? Like, where where are you from? How did you get here? Definitely. So I was born in Orlando and grew up in Alabama. And I've been in Nashville since summer of 2014. Okay. And I met my husband, Patrick, (laughs) here in Nashville. He actually lived in Ohio at the time. So we had a long distance relationship for about a year before becoming long distance engaged. That is tough. (laughs) Yes. That's awesome that that y'all did that and found each other. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, you know, when you're driving five hours to see each other, it really cements the fact that, okay, maybe this is supposed to be yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be. Yes. But we, yeah, we got married and had a short stint of living in Indianapolis. And he jokes that after one snow, I said, nope, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> 
But what really happened was I got the job offer at Bobby and came down here. So we were then long distance married for about wow. Y'all just continued continued the trend. Yes, dating, engagement, and married long distance. I don't recommend long distance marriage. I think that's not a good thing. A lot of driving, but yeah, yeah. Actually, it's really funny because Crosspoint plays into that too. You you might not have known this, Maddie, but. during one Sunday service, I know Annie was speaking and I couldn't tell you what she said. I couldn't tell you what the message was about, you know, these years later. But I know afterwards, Patrick and I both looked at each other and thought, what are we doing? We're married, living in two different states. Like, this is crazy. So he moved down here and we've been here ever since. <laughs> Yay. Yay. <Patrick>. Finally. <laughs> Reunited. Yes. Exactly. Gosh, that is so awesome. Thanks. We're happy that y'all made the made the move, and we're happy that y'all are together. <laughs> yes, in the same state. Oh, in Nashville. Finally. That's so great. Mm-hmm. Um, would you mind expanding a bit about your relationship with Jesus and just kind of your your salvation story, how you came to know know Jesus? Definitely. So I was raised in a home that I've known Jesus my entire life. Um, my grandparents worked at a church. And so that's kind of, you know, in in my blood. Mm -hmm. And I have always had a very close relationship. And I say that because, I mean, my family even joked where I wasn't raised Catholic, but they called me Sister Sam growing (laughs) up. (laughs) And so I've just always had a close walk. And my name actually means, Samantha means listener of God. And so I've taken that pretty seriously as I get older. Every year it becomes more and more of a relationship that I try to listen more than I'm speaking and Mm -hmm. requesting. So quiet time is really quiet. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, just very close. My best friend. I can see that in Mm -hmm. you. Thank you. I I really can. Um, I think that you're, you're very meek which a lot of people hear the word meek and they think like, oh, well, that's not a good thing. But mm-hmm. I I see meekness as like a true gift. Oh, thank you. Um, and strength, honestly, because mm-hmm. I know you're strong. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. yeah, I know you're strong. Um, and you've done so many incredible things. Can you tell us a bit about what you were doing at Bobby Hotel and how you, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that you had a pretty influential hand in like that whole project, just the hotel in general. So can you tell us a bit about that? Definitely. So I was, um, I opened the hotel as the director of front office first. And so there's about six of us on the opening team to get it, you know, up off the ground, um, renovated building. And it's a lot of fun to build something that doesn't exist yet. So to kind of create the brand behind it. (laughs) That's so cool. And make it your own baby for a little Mm -hmm. while. And then I grew into the role of director of rooms, okay. which is just a fancy way of saying that I was um, part of making everyone there, staff and guests included, feel like it was very clean and make sure it was very welcoming. So the housekeeping in the front office team. Yep. And you managed those teams and just mm-hmm. crushed it. I, <laughs> well, yes, I did. Yes. You're <laughs> Not a very meek yes. thing to say, but no, yes, I did. <laughs> you're allowed to say that. Thank you. Um, so would you kind of describe yourself as an introvert or extrovert? It's a really good question. I think that I'm, like a lot of my 
Enneagram nine answers. I'm middle of the road. Okay. And I say that because I start relationships a little introverted. And then as time goes on, I become more extroverted Mm -hmm. as I get a little more comfortable and people know me and they know my heart. Then I'll, then I'll be myself. But (laughs) my husband is also nine. So I get that. Yep. He's, Mm -hmm. he's pretty, usually pretty like timid in new relationships. Right. He's just like kind of keeping his eye on everything and like observing and usually not the first to to open up. But then once you actually know him, he's, he's probably one of the funniest people I know. And he is just like loud and ridiculous and stupid. (laughs) It just takes us a little while. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. That's so good. So yeah, I definitely, I recharge alone though. That's, that's how I know I'm, I have that introvert in me because too much of socializing and I, definitely go back in my corner. Yeah. I'm just like, give me a minute. (laughs) I need to charge my batteries. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've been there. I feel like I might be a little bit of the same way. At first glance, I think I'm kind of an extrovert Mm -hmm. and then I just, I need to be alone sometimes. Right. Just to get it together. Like, I'm going to just, I love people. I just need a minute. Yep. You know? Exactly. (laughs) Um, hmm. What person in your life uh, do you think knows you best? I would say Patrick, my husband, and then a close second, if not beating him, is my best friend, Taylor. And she actually just moved to Georgia. She's been in North Carolina, and we haven't been in the same state for about seven years now. But either one of them, if they were in the same room together, then all my secrets are all in one room, so that's not <laughs> They're good. all set free. <laughs> I'm sure there are no yeah. secrets about you that are bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't believe it for a second. Um, tell me a little bit about what your day-to-day looks like working with Matt. Oh, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) So right now, you know, I'm still learning quite a bit, but every day is different and there's a lot of, a lot of big projects going on. So it's just coordinating the times to meet with people and who needs to be there and making sure he has coffee because he really likes coffee. <laughs> and and uh, getting in to his inbox. It's so funny because I had never done that. I had never shared an inbox the way that um, yeah. that we are right now. Mm-hmm. And helping him to keep up with responses and things like that. It's yeah. Mostly, mostly my life. That is such a like an interesting part of the job because I've done that before as well. And then like you are... It's almost like you have to embody some of the same qualities as your boss and yes. like speak as them and for them on certain things. And it's it's such an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. But when it's done right, it is a beautiful partnership. And it I is, know. it's a really cool thing. And that's something I'm, I'm really looking forward to. He's amazing. And I've loved working with him so far because I've already learned so much. Um, but I'm so excited to kind of, I want to fast forward to six months from now when we know each other even better. Yeah. Because then I feel like hitting our stride, it'll be amazing. But I just have to be patient with myself, I well, guess. Yes, you're already doing a really good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, give yourself a pat on the back. Um, oh, shoot, I just had a really good question, and it just zapped out of my brain. Oh, it's okay. Um, tell, can you tell me, like, what it's been like? I know we talked a little bit about what it's been like coming from corporate to working in ministry. Mm-hmm. But are there any things... Or how about this? Can you tell me like one thing that has been like really amazing and then one thing that's been really different than you 
thought it would be stepping into a ministry role. Definitely. So one thing that is absolutely amazing is I'm still blown away by the fact that there's a weekly prayer meeting that is so impactful um, because coming from the, the corporate world, coming from the hospitality world, if I needed a moment to pray, then of course I could step, step away, away. And, and do whatever. I could even pull aside one of my colleagues if I if I wanted to, but there wasn't a designated time for staff to come together. And that's just still blowing me away every week. And what was the second part of that? I'm sorry. What is something that you found to be really different than you thought it would be? Hmm. Right now, something that's different for me is I work closely with Matt and with Matt Singleton mm-hmm. and a, a handful of people, but right now I don't have a team per se. And so I'm so used to, number one, leading two different teams. Sure. So now I went from a group of, gosh, anywhere between 20 to 40 people at once being my community yeah. to now my community is really small at work. <laughs> and so that's been very different just yeah. to get used to, but yeah, well, I'm here for you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I know everybody is here for you. Thank you. Um, and I'm sure you'll get a shower of people messaging you just cause you said that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so we're happy to step in and be your community. Awesome. Um, goodness. I have so many things I want to ask you. I really do. My mind is just like reeling. I'm like, Ooh, what can I ask next? <laughs> um, what in the last couple of months have you read or watched that's been really influential to you? Hmm. I did not know prior to meeting Matt. I had listened to, um, of course, Crosspoint's teachings, and I used to attend Church of Highlands, so mm-hmm. I still watch theirs. Yeah. Um, but I did not know a couple of, of other names um, of teachers in, in our world that I could listen to. And he's kind of exposed me to a few of those. Uh, Andy Stanley is one oh, of yeah. them. So I just, I had never heard his great. name. I didn't know. Yeah. So definitely Andy Stanley. Um, and this isn't in the last few months, but I would say just in life in general, what kind of led me to take action behind my faith more than I ever had was a book called, and I'm, I'm, hesitant to share it because it really challenged me, like extremely so, Um, but driven by eternity. Hmm. Um, And that's one that when I visit my parents, they always, my dad always gives me a new book and it's kind of like my own little library. I turn one in and take one every time. That's so cool. I love that. He's he's amazing too. If anybody knows me, they know I love my dad. Hmm. But uh, that's one that he gave me. And when he gave it to me, it was that, you know, moment of hesitation saying, okay, this is a tough one. Like, okay. just be ready. So I was like, okay. What's it called? Driven by Eternity. Driven by Eternity. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who wrote it off the top of your head? Who I don't off the top That's of my okay. head. That's okay. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll find out and shoot yeah. it out in the Slack thread Awesome. when we share this. Um, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, I am a runner and a reader. So I have been taking the running game um, <laughs> a little more lightly. The past year, 2020, was so hard on hotels that my my day-to-day life there was, you know, 12 to 17 hours of work every day. Yeah. 
um, six lot. days a week, if not more. That so it was a lot. So yeah. that's that's actually a huge difference too. It's just less stress on sure. on me not having that kind of lifestyle. But uh, during 2020, I wasn't able to run as much, and now. I'm getting back into it, Good. and I couldn't be more happy. <laughs> Can you teach me? <laughs> <laughs> just slow. Nobody is, is oh. you know, competing with you. Just run run your own pace and enjoy. I just am not good at it. One of my friends sent on a text in our small group this morning. She's like, I just, we're trying to inspire each other to work out more. And she's like, I just want to share and inspire. Just ran two and a half miles. Oh, that's awesome. In 30 minutes. And I was like, wow, that's really great. And my immediate next text was like, oh, it's so good. I don't mean to brag, but I just ate a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich in three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I've got to get back into it. It's so hard when you it get is. out of it. It is. And it, you know, you you take off just even a week, if not less, and you feel like you're starting Yes, from, you're already less motivated. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like, all right. You're motivating me. But accountability is all you it. need. Yep. Will you hold me accountable? I will. <laughs> I will. You have to hold me Text accountable me. too. <laughs> I will. Text me when you run. I'll be like, oh, have you moved today? Too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Have you gotten off the couch in 24 hours? <laughs> um, that's so good. Okay. So let's do some fun ones. Awesome. Yeah. Are you good with that? Yeah, for okay. sure. Um, if you wrote a book, since you like reading, if you wrote a book, what would the title be? Oh, gosh. I've thought about this a lot and I had an idea years ago that this is going to make me sound way more spiritual <laughs> than I am. <laughs> but uh, I would call it Between You, Me, and the Greenway. And the okay. reason behind that title is that when I first moved to Nashville, I lived out in Hermitage. And I would run, if anyone's familiar with the Greenway over that in that area, it starts at Coles, or one of the entrances is at Coles, and it goes to Percy Priest Dam. Mm-hmm. And so I would run all the way down to the dam, and on the way back, if I wanted to walk, I would pray as I walked, and <laughs> I was new to the city, didn't have any friends, so Jesus is my only friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would also, as I was praying, if I saw anyone that I felt God nudge me towards, I would go up to them, and this also makes me sound more bold than I am, and I would ask, do you have anything you'd like me to pray about? And <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. She's so genuine and sweet. Thank you. Yes. It's awesome. And I had some of the best conversations from that. So the book would mostly be um, stories that I would I would have to start that practice back up to get more stories, but I would kind of document those. But I would also call it that because one gentleman, when I stopped him, he said, between you, me, and the Greenway, I'm an atheist. Mm-hmm. And I did not know during that time in my faith walk, how to handle that. I didn't know what to say in response other than I I hear you. I, I don't mean to, you know, interrupt your day. Just want you to know that, that I'm thinking about you and, and I am praying for you. And I didn't, you know, yeah, kind of an awkward stranger moment. It's the only time that that had ever happened. And I left that and it impacted me so much. I remember calling my parents and saying, how do you handle this? And I think it really prepared me mentally for the next few years of handling conversations that I would be having in in my former job mm-hmm. in the hotel industry. So, yeah. That's really powerful. <laughs> I honestly was not expecting an answer so amazing. Thank you. I thought you'd be like, oh, like running and... Running and stuff. Yeah, running and stuff. <laughs> Which it was related to running. It was really, related. I mean, that was really, that's really awesome. Will you please write that book? <laughs> yes. I would definitely, I will be the first on the list to, 
to read it. You got it. That's super cool. I'll write cool. it. You'll have to hold me accountable. Yes, I will. <laughs> I'll text you. Are you writing today? Are you writing today? I Perfect. love that. That is so awesome. I'm honestly I'm amazed by that. That's super cool. Um, okay, let's do one more. Let's do one more fun awesome. question. Um, what's the last TV show you binged? Oh, I am so embarrassed. <laughs> Can't wait for this. This. Is, this is not a good answer. <laughs> Matt, if you're listening, please don't listen to this. Just turn it off. Um, I have to be honest and say it's been below deck. <laughs> what is that? It's a it's a reality-esque TV show, which I say that because it's not really, but it's about the yachting industry. So okay. it's kind of a branch off of hospitality. I kind of feel like I've heard of this now that you say it. Yes. Okay. And it is, as my husband would say, junk TV. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. For sure. But I've watched a lot of them lately, so. Hey, it's not good. there's nothing wrong with that. No, no judgment here. I'm an avid Bachelor fan. Awesome. And everybody can hate on me as much as they want to, but it is entertaining. <laughs> I, I wish I said something like The Chosen. That would be my... <laughs> Which is also a really good series. If it you is have really not watched one. it, I highly recommend it. I, I agree. I highly recommend it too. Yes. Also, shameless plug for staff prayer and any prayer, anybody prayer on Tuesdays. Um, Sam had mentioned it earlier and I meant to say it again, but Jen and Kevin, I see the intentionality put behind it and it is a really, really good thing. And I'd encourage you to go if you haven't been in a while because it's, mm -hmm. it's really special time. Um, so anyways, I just feel like I wanted to say that. Thank you for letting us pray every week. Amen. That's it's awesome. It's a great, you know, you have Sundays as, as a rhythm. Um, and then when you're on staff, then you get this new rhythm. Yeah. That just kind of helps, helps maintain the week. So That's good. It's a good reminder for me because, you know, it's easy to find excuses to, to not go because mm -hmm. we are all so busy. Mm -hmm. um, but I went for the first time in a, in a long time uh, this past week and it was really, it was a gift to me. So awesome. Yeah. I'm glad you go too. Yes. I tried stuff. to. You're I've awesome. missed one and I thought, oh no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good news is it happens every week. Yes. <laughs> um, Sam, thank you for being here with us today. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your story and your heart and just a little bit about yourself. Thank you. Um, I hope everyone gets a chance to to hang out with Sam really soon and buy her a cup of coffee. I know she likes coffee because we had a coffee one time. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it's just a gift to have you on staff. And I hope that everyone gets to know you real soon. Thank you. This has been so fun. Thanks for being here. <laughs> awesome. All right, Sam, we're signing off.